Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Honest Mix, a podcast where we review both old and new movies. I'm your host, Justin Neelam, and joined with me is my co-host, co-founder of The Honest Mix, my partner in crime. The one, the only, Giggs himself. And Giggs, what are we reviewing today? We are reviewing the 1997 sleeper hit, The Devil's Advocate, the movie that you chose from last week's review, which you all should totally check out. It was the the memed about movie that I'm sure you're all aware about, Morbius, <laughs> the movie that uh, was so memed that got it got sent back into theaters, um, only for it to flop once again. Yep, uh, what is it, $85,000? Was that nationwide or worldwide? Either way, that's, I mean, obviously fucking terrible. <laughs> I I still can't believe you. it's a movie that got, it got the, it got the good graces to be sent into the theaters twice and still couldn't make its money back. It's just, Morbius never changed. Just, just keep trying to stay relevant uh, for, I guess, the good reasons when that's never going to happen because... Sony. It's just a fucking meme. <laughs> Sony, Sony, Sony. We're not, we're, we're not, we're, we're not laughing with you. We're, we're not even laughing at you. Just, just stay in your lane. You're not in, you're not in, in the meme. Right. So yeah, check that review out. We busted our ass on that, on that review because for God's sakes, we watched Morbius. Yeah, you can check, a, you can check us out now at on all the fucking podcast. You, uh, platforms nowadays uh, with, you can on the show notes you can see the link tree where you can see all the, the pages whether it be an, a simple RSS feed or your Spotify, your Google Podcast your Amazon use it wherever you're, whatever, wherever you use podcasts basically you can check oh, us out now yeah. Dude, it makes me so, so fuzzy inside to think that someone out there is going to drive to work, listen to us while they're drinking their coffee, just going on and on about movies. A movie like this, Devil's Advocate, where we have great actors, like like we said before, Al Pacino, Keanu Reeves. We also had, in this movie at the time, a uh, up-and-comer, a uh, newcomer, uh, Charlie's Daron. She was super young in this movie. Yeah, I, I was really, like, I was really shit. surprised. Yeah, she was like in her early twenties, and she did a great job. Everyone did a great job, but yes. So in this movie, we're dealing with a, a lawyer played by Keanu Reeves, who is the main character, and this guy, he never loses. He just constantly wins all the time. I don't think he even has any any losses at all in his record. I mean, this guy is just. Listen, he he's he's three sixty no scoping this shit. Okay, bam, bam, bam. He's, right? He is he is he is on the prestige level. Yeah, uh, and he defends uh, the, not not the best kind of people. Uh, like for example, in the beginning of the movie, he defends a guy who obviously raped his student. So yeah. that pretty much sets the stage. You know, not the not the not the best first impression. Yeah, definitely not. So uh, this guy who's always winning gets the attention of John Milton, a.k.a. Satan, played by Al Pacino. I mean, are you really shocked? 
it's, it's Al Pacino. <laughs> and uh, so he basically gets a all expense paid trip and to uh, to New York City uh, to uh, not, not even a trip, just basically <laughs> all expense paid, you know, trip to just stay in New York City and just just work with uh, John Milton for him and his wife. Yeah, I mean. It's funny because in the beginning of this movie, when you see him at the church with his mom and he steps outside and you see the sunny sky of Florida, it looks fairly, it looks really happy. It looks like something from a, a, a super uh, happy commercial uh, back in the day, right? Yeah, it looks like, like, a, looks like, a, looks, yeah, looks like a oatmeal commercial or something. Yeah, and his, his mom is like the, <laughs> the mascot of said, of said oatmeal. Um, but but yeah, uh, straight off the bat, what I really love about this movie is you get from there and you think, okay, this is going to be the the I guess the the not the tone, but pretty much the lighting slash coloring of of the movie. Because keep in mind, we we saw Morbius, which was always fucking blue. Um, and yeah, we you see Florida, which is all happy, but then you get to New York City, and New York City they portrayed in this movie. Uh, and I, I want to apologize to all the New Yorkers out there. This is no offense to you. Um, we're talking about it, you know, in the universe of of this uh, double advocate verse, right? Uh, it's it's hell. New York is hell. Like straight up, they portray the city to be drab, depressing. Why do I feel like dirty. most New York? Play, why do I feel like most New Yorkers would just agree with you? Yeah, this is like, hey, 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 look, look, don't worry about it, okay? Hey, it's it's, it's all right. We know, okay. We're gonna, um, get, we're gonna get angry comments. Comments just being like, like, hey, fuck you. You don't know shit. <laughs> yeah, why are you talking shit, huh? I'm walking here. <laughs> um, what are you but... cartoons on a fucking podcast? Oh, what are you? What are you a Marylander? Oh God, get your ass out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, all jokes aside, uh, I just love how they play with, with colors and lighting in this movie. Uh, they really try to adapt for each scene, uh, you know, especially when you're getting into, into intense moments. Uh, for example, when uh, you know, the main character and his wife is arguing and they go into uh, this hallway that's literally just red. It's like, a, it's like lit with these like, super intense red colors, which of course, you know, in your face, hey, you know, they're going through hell, which uh, by the way, uh, subtlety, if you're looking for subtlety, this is not the movie for you. I'm just yeah. going to let you know. <laughs> yeah, that's very that 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 plays into both its strengths and its weaknesses. I'll just I'll just say that. Yeah. When it really tries to drive the theme or the message uh, in your face, they'll drive. I mean, they they're going to get in that car and go right in your ass just just let you know this is what this movie's about, it's gonna, okay? It's going it's going to do donuts in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, this this movie doesn't play around, and I think for the most part, it actually does a really good job. I mean, the director or the writers or they, a lot of the people who made this movie are trying to tell you a cautionary tale, uh, and I think for the most part, it succeeds, uh, but th there are parts where it's a little confusing, uh, so... Uh, really, uh, Charlie Steron's uh, character, uh, the main character's wife, she, I mean, she goes through the brunt of, of the hell, uh, you know, 
Yeah, she, she has all these hallucinations. She goes through, um, I, I, I would imagine, like, all, all these di- different, like, fucking men just, and, uh, John Milton just, just playing with her and, and toying with her. They're at these fucking parties and whatnot when they're, when they're just first coming up. You know, Keanu Reeves' character is is, is getting this gig and uh, getting this court case and whatnot. Yeah, and it just really, it kind of makes you sad because, uh, first off, Charlie's Daron, she really sells it. I mean, this lady, she she did a really good job. For being a new actress at the time, she did a really good job uh, showing, uh, you know, or acting like someone who was truly losing it who's truly just having a mental breakdown. And I, I really felt bad for her. And again, I think a lot of her scenes, aside from uh, Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves' uh, scenes together, because that's that's an, also another major highlight, uh, the chemistry between, between those two. But yeah, for the most part, Charlie's Theron's uh, scenes, they all work really well, it, maybe with the exception of of one scene and also because of the nature of it being in the 90s, some of the effects aren't the best. Uh, but there's this one particular scene where they're, uh, you know, making love, right? You know, they're, they're, they're doing a shabarka doink. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, which, well, which, and it comes up at a very weird time. Well, not weird time, but they, they, they essentially just, just are like going down, going down a fucking spiral in their marriage because, because this, uh, this whole, this whole town is just having, an effect on them. It's it's not even just the case. It's not even just um, what John Milton is doing. Like they they essentially just make New York City out to be hell. Huh? Yeah, and during this scene, like this right, whole like, are... like I'm like this whole. I'm sorry to cut you off, but okay. Like this whole, like you we we when we were uh, watching this movie. I, I kind of made the comparison that this is kind of like instead of, uh, uh, instead of yuppie culture, uh, with uh, American Psycho, this is just making fun of like lawyer culture and like new, uppity New York culture. Yeah, and I do think again it really does help with some of the, the the way the movie it, it's you know is done with its uh, religious uh, undertones or in this case it's, it's so in your face uh, overtones they do do a good job of kind of you know delivering that message and i say kind of because i think and we'll get to this later that it, they kind of make it super one-sided there yeah uh, there is there is a there's a a thing there's a part of the message that kind of gets ham-fisted to the point where it's like okay um that 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 didn't come across well or that kind of left a bad taste yeah no shades of gray not not at all uh and which is hilarious because you know going back to that scene i was uh mentioned earlier you have this movie that is super black and white you know for better or worse but in the scene where they're you know keanu reeves and charlie's daron they're, they're making love I mean, you think, okay, so Keanu Reeves' character, he's literally seeing uh, seeing her as another person, a, a woman that he is insanely attracted to, uh, that he meets at a party. 
at a work uh, event, I guess. And uh, you think, okay, so since this is some devilish shit, is he going to do something that's out of line? Is he going to punch her? Is he going to bite her? Is he going to do something without, is he gonna you know, throw her against her, the wall? Permission? Yeah, throw her against the wall. I don't fucking know. Burn her? No, none of that. Nothing that would really be out of line. It was just she stops. She stops them of him literally being on top of her. Nothing weird. And then he, she's just like, baby, what are you doing? I'm just like, what, what are you? What? And then it like, just cuts to this. And, it just, and then it just cuts to this church church scene. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking. You know what I'm thinking? Actually, um, thinking more about it, gigs. I wonder if they had to cut something from there. Do you think there was something that maybe the writing uh, people were like, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not doing that. Not even for your R-rated movie. Well, it's weird because this this movie is like, you know, so blasphemous and everything that. I don't know, like, I don't know why, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it just, it just kind of, it, it was it's, really, it's, it's not afraid to show like nudity or anything. Oh, by the way, boobs alert, a lot of boobies <laughs> you like that. I mean, that's, I mean, there you go. A lot of boobies, boobs. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, again, that doesn't. That's one of the my major problems with the movie is that sometimes it's like, well, you know, you're you're doing such a good job with these other scenes of showing how fucked up this this place is for for the married couple that you just when you have scenes like that, it just completely just makes it go, well, huh? Uh, and it, it comes across as rather jarring when you have like such a like a an over the top like movie. And you know a message that they're trying to deliver, but yeah. yet, but yet, uh, when they have something that is not is not being well delivered to the point where you don't know what they're trying to say, like I said, very jarring. Very, you you don't know you 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 you. It's something that could be cut out of the movie entirely, and you could still have you could still see their marriage being, you know, ha- being spiraling and. Down, down the toilet, essentially. Yeah, I'm telling you something, man. John Milton, Alpertino's character, he he is not helping, of course, because he's the devil. But I just, dude, I love every time him and Keanu Reeves were on the screen together. They had such insane chemistry. I definitely the one of yeah. my what, one, one of thing. Don't go on. Sorry, go on. I was just gonna say one of my favorite parts. Um, I was just gonna say that John Milton's character even if he took a, took away the uh, devil thing like he I love how Al Pacino plays him as such a you know eccentric and such a yet such a charming person like he 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 does play him over the top but we can't deny that he does play him very charming like there's there's a lot there is certainly a charm to him I, I know I, I say that I just repeated myself but you know like there's a reason because like there's a it's al pacino for god's sake yeah there's a there's a there's a certain energy like he just he just pulls people to him almost like yeah he's like he's multi multi multilingual he's got like uh he's got all these different connections um he's he's this he's this well-made man you know 
you know, he's got he's got all this apparel, he's got all this this uh, wealth and luxury, and 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 you know, oh no, that's that's the reason he's he's you know he's he's tempting he's tempting you know, Count Reeves' character, this simple lawyer, simple DA from uh, from, from 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 good old Florida, <laughs> Florida man state, Florida man state. Um, he, he's he's tempting him and and with this big job offer and you know it's going going further and further down you know as as we learn more more about the uh, case and how how much of a dick bag the person involved is and how corrupt he is and how 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 much he's basically dug a hole for Keanu Reeves' character. Exactly, and Jesus, man. But then, but then it's really revealed that, you know, Keanu dug it himself. Oh, yeah. Look, uh, you know, like the nature of many uh, biblical stories, the, the devil whispered in his ear, so to speak, and, well, Keanu Reeves just kind of just took the, the uh, breadcrumb trail and just led him to his own fucking... Uh, set of problems. I'm not going to spoil the ending for, for you guys out there, but the last scene that he has with Al Pacino, the best lines uh, between the two. Yeah, the best and... monologues and the uh, the best slash worst effects. It's very unique effects. I'll say that. <laughs> I don't, I can't say they're bad, but they're also not good. It's very weird. I haven't seen anything like that in a movie. Like, I, I can't... So I guess that's good. I guess. Yeah, I mean... It, uh, it's, certainly I, something I mem- t- it's certainly something memorable. Yeah, because there was this one effect at the end in his office where I'm like, Giggs, is that, is that supposed to be good? I don't know if I, I like that or if I don't like, it's like that. It's like a set piece. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, people, you, you'll see what, what we mean when you watch the movie if you decide to watch it. Um, it's like this, like, big, giant, gray wall of, like, people, and it, like, comes to life, and, like, all these different people just start moving about it with, like, smoke and everything, but, like, it's like this, it's, it's like this, like, bad CGI combined with, like, I think practical smoke combined with CGI smoke. Yeah, it again very very jarring, uh, but but yeah, uh, and listen, if you haven't been paying attention uh, while you're watching the movie about what the message is supposed to be, well, I don't know what to tell you, but but at the end, if you don't get it, they will even drive it further in your face. Which brings me to because I mentioned it earlier, gigs. How do you think they handled the message of this movie? Let's get into the nitty gritty details of this without spoiling it, of course. Well, they try their damn hardest to kind of tie because like i said they were kind of you know doing kind of what american psycho was doing with uh yep with like yuppie business culture and everything but with like kind of like lawyers uh that that uh defend um shitty people whether it be you know yeah you know, creeps of, of any kind or you know murderers or mm-hmm. you know uh, people that obviously did it basically 
yeah, there, there, there's no complicated case in this movie, which kind of sucks because there is one case uh, where it involves a, a guy and his, his family. And I'm thinking there has got to be something else to this. Because, again, when I was watching it, because I watched this movie uh, quite a few times. And even while watching it, when I was really paying attention, I thought to myself, man, this is kind of disappointing because they could make something really difficult here. Something that's a little bit more complex compared to the other cases. And the, but, and, but no. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is that they really could have fleshed that out. I felt like this movie was, you know, you know, it, it, was, short, it, was, it was shorter and the pace was, was good. But I felt like they, they could have maybe took out a few scenes and like, uh, like the scene we were talking about. And maybe, you know, flesh that, that case out a little bit. And maybe made it a bit more morally gray. Or hell, yeah. we even talked about, like, adding in characters that, you know, that weren't Satan. Maybe, you know, other angels. Or, or hell, even fucking just God himself. <laughs> that are, that yeah. Are like, that are like, listen, he's this, this, this guy, he, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't gonna do you any good. <laughs> and you could still yeah. make it a cautionary tale. You could... Still have him have his little fog from grace and everything by just not listening to him, by having him be just like a stubborn, you know, lawyer, having him be just this guy who's still, you know, despite his wife fucking having these hallucinations, eventually going to the, to the, eventually having him, you know, go, her drag to the, like, mental hospital. Yeah. He just still is just going after this case. Yeah, I mean, and gosh, when you bring that scene up, um, I'm not gonna, we're not going to say what happened, but there's a scene between Keanu Reeves and his wife where it's, I'm not going to lie, I felt like Keanu Reeves, usually he's viewed as a guy who can only do kind of stilted performances, but the way he was just delivering his lines and the terror in his face... I I was just like, wow, this is actually pretty realistic uh, and and really authentic. And again, it's Keanu Reeves. I mean, again, it's no disrespect. I, I fucking love Keanu Reeves. I there is still a charm to him, but he actually acted his ass off in that scene. Yeah, um, well, yeah. What was the name of his character, by the way? Oh, which which scene? It was the when. No, no. no, no. Uh, what was the name of his character? Oh, uh, I believe Yates. Kevin Yates. Hold on. Yeah, I think it's Kevin Yates. Oh, oh Kevin Lomax. <laughs> what okay. I was to say, Kevin Yates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin, Kevin Yates, y'all. Yeah, that's why I was like, that's why I was like, like Yates. That doesn't sound right, right? <laughs> you know, I should, I should, I should have remembered that because immediately when I heard lomax i thought i heard lower lorax and i was like the fucking lorax is in this <laughs> defend the environment <laughs> fucking fucking Dane DeVito. um but no um fucking kevin finn lomax's character um in this in this in this movie i will say say even though you know I said at the beginning of this uh, review, you don't get a good first impression of him. Um, that's actually that's actually not the case. I will say you don't get a good first impression of him in the court, but 
you get to see him with his mom. You get to see him, you know, um, how much he cares about his wife and, like, how much he, um, and everything else and how much he wants to spoil her and everything and how much he wants, he, he really thinks he's, he, like, like, he really wants to do it for, for the both of them. Right. I mean, in a way, of, of course, uh, in any career, you love the idea of winning constantly or just having success. But in his case, uh, his success is yeah, you know, kind of got... derived from a very bad thing. Yeah, the only yeah the the only problem is he, he he got corrupted by all the greed around him, and he kept uh he kept wanting to just constantly win. He didn't want to lose any of the cases. He 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 didn't want to have he he just didn't want to get rid of that kill streak. You know, <laughs> he was an achievement hunter, Justin. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I know, I, I agree with that. Uh, I will say, uh, at the end, the resolution, in my opinion, not going into any details, very satisfying. What did you think of the resolution? Yeah, I, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was pretty satisfying overall. But um, I think, think what we, I think we, we. We, I think we've we've been dancing around it too long. I think we need to get to the, the 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 message that we we we've been both hinting at. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna tell you guys the message, and uh, for anybody who are lawyers or aspiring lawyers one day, uh, good luck in your bar exams. Heard that thing is fucking hard as shit. Watch a lot of Better Call Saul, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But uh, yeah, uh, if you're trying to be a defense attorney, uh, this movie doesn't like you, yeah. which is sad uh, because that's a hard job. Um, yeah. Because it's a hard yeah. job, and it's also a very necessary job for like anyone, any for like just our justice system and like how it's supposed to work. <laughs> right. Let me tell you, there is not a defense attorney in this movie that that's like, huh? You know what? That guy. He actually is doing something necessary. No, all defense attorneys in this movie, and especially if you're if you're in New York City, you're an asshole. <laughs> That's what this movie says. You are you and, are a de- you are a demon. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh come on, man. What about people who ha- had something that was uh, you know that they were framed for? What about what about thing? people who were just caught up in like activity just in in their scenario or just couldn't control their environment or how they were raised or you know just just there's there's just so many different scenarios that could have made this so much better could have made this so much less black and white you know yeah uh but 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 no no, we gotta go straight to yeah he he was like a teacher was uh diddling one of the students oh and god god towards the end they go back to that case and there's a line that it's easy to miss but there's a line that it's just like dude really we didn't even need to go take it that far please louise it's just so and it's, it's it's weird because earlier i love how i said i love how in your face this movie can get at times but then there's other times where especially when it's related to the message i'm just like oh come on dude like (laughs) this is a bit much um 
but but yeah, um, I still. So, do you want to go in your final thoughts about this movie? Yeah, I just um, I wish they. I wish that. I feel like this movie knows it's over the top. I I feel like it it has a more it definitely has more it definitely has a vision. It definitely has like a focus, but I feel like it needs to be a bit more hyper focused since they're dealing with such sensitive topics. Definitely. And, and Sorry, I uh I I really liked how the overall film was shot. I like the um, I like like the color grading a lot more than fucking Morbius. Thank God. Thank Christ. Thank <laughs> fucking God. I I lo- I love the editing in this movie. I thought the score was absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I thought all the actors really brought their A game to this. So, uh, what would you rate this movie? Um. Overall, I think, um, aside from the, uh, the, the, the thing, the thing really weighing it down, um, for me was the ending and kind of the quote unquote lesson they're trying to get, get, get away with. And just some scenes that are kind of stilted and some CGI that will make you kind of squint and just kind of go like eh, this is definitely a product of its time this is definitely the late 90s kind of horror ish but right. you know it there were still scenes that didn't make me kind of like you know still still be ch- chilling you know there was still some atmospheric type elements to this movie so you know like i said with all that i would give this a 3.5 out of 5 yeah no i i, I actually agree with you i think this movie had a lot of highlights. The acting is, is fantastic, especially uh, Keanu Reeves and Al Pacino, uh, Charlie Theron, uh, of course, as well. I think that the pacing is fantastic. It's very much a bam, bam, bam kind of pacing, nonstop uh, excitement. I do think that, yeah, the, some of the effects were kind of... Yeah, but then some of the effects, like the, some of the practical stuff, I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, the practical uh, stuff, really, when they really wanted to work with it, yeah, yeah yeah definitely yeah it, it definitely uh especially with some of one of the scenes uh towards the end where i'm just like oh god that that kills me so sad uh but yeah it i agree with you also with the fact that the message just they kind of yeah just not a lot of I kind of fumbled of, with it kind of fumbled with it too too just in your face and just when you're doing something with law you have to really i mean you have to take that seriously and it's and it's funny if you—I mean—if you want a show that really goes into to, to law and, and how uh, you know complex situations can be, uh, check out Better Call Saul. Um, quick little shout out there. But yeah, uh, I quick little think, shout oh, out. <laughs> just quick, just in case you don't know about this show. Listen, okay, I'm a fanboy. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I trust me. I've I've talked with you enough to know, and I've been your friend for enough enough time. I, I I still need to catch up. <laughs> you're, you're really bullshitting with that, okay? Look, everyone, I want you to harass him. Go 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 DM his uh, Twitter, and, and just like fucking tell him that watch Better Call Saul. He needs to see it. But 
all jokes aside, uh, I really do think that this movie is definitely entertaining. And uh, for the most part, uh, for uh, most part, <laughs> very uh, competently made. And uh, yeah, I would say it's a 3.5. I think if they would have uh, approached the subject of law with a little bit more complexity, I definitely think it could be at the very least a 4.5. Uh, but it it just kind of needed yeah, I think a little bit been, more polish. Yeah, I think it would have been like a like an underrated like gem. Yeah, uh, not just not just uh, some underrated like oh well, little spectacle. I think it would have been just like a like a underrated classic that you wouldn't know that nobody would have seen, and uh, Al Pacino and or Keanu Reeves' discography or filmography. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're making, they're making, they're making, they're making, they're making making music now. They're in a band. Yeah, there's some, uh, they're on some indie shit. Okay. Yeah, check them, check them out on Spotify. Oh, you know what? Totally irrelevant thing, but I'm just gonna tag this on to the to uh to the end of the review, uh, since we're on Spotify now. Do you do you want to know what happened recently on Spotify that blew my fucking mind? What's that? They took off Snoop Dogg's debut album, fucking Doggy Style. So we're... What? Why? I don't know. It's just no longer there. You you can... you Everybody who has Spotify, go look for yourself. Oh, shit. I hope it's not some, like, very messy court situation between him and the label or something. Well, listen. You know what that means? That means honest mix. We're more relevant. The doggy style. Think about <laughs> that. Yes, yes. Hey, 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 Snoop Dogg. Look, love your raps, man. But come on. Listen, I mean... that's, a, listen that's a classic album. But is it on Spotify? I don't think so. Oh yeah, yeah. You're you're not you know Spotify. I mean, you know, PA. Listen, rather than listen to. You know, doggy style on the way to work. They're gonna listen to uh, two uh, to two guys, uh, two nerds talk about Morbius. How's that make you feel? <laughs> but uh, uh, he's he's paid. <laughs> oh yeah, he's fine. He he would listen to his review. He'd be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh. Um, but but yeah, I think that wraps pretty much everything uh, up. Uh, Devil's Advocate. Yeah, what a what Devil's a Devil's Advocate. Movie. What a what a. <laughs> What a what a fun, what a fun movie! Right. Uh, so uh, we really do appreciate you guys uh, listening to us uh, talk about this uh, movie. As always, I'm super grateful. And uh, gigs. Uh, one more time. Uh, uh, where they can uh, listen to us? Where like where, where should they go ahead and listen to us if they haven't tried to do so until until now? Well, first of all, I just like to say thank you for checking us out as well. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, press the like button, uh, comment, um, and hit the. And if you're not already subscribed, and hit the bell because all all of those things matter and uh, help put us in the the deep dark YouTube algorithm. And uh, if you want to hear us just on a podcast basis, just just hear us with your eardrums, then you can go ahead on. Spotify, you can go on Google Podcast, you can go on Stitcher, you can go on 
You can take the RSS feed and put it on any other podcast app. And um, sometimes you can just look up Honest Mix and we'll just be there. Yeah, uh, we are everywhere, okay? Honest Mix, we're taking this shit everywhere on the internet, all right? You can also find... You can also find our letterbox where... You will find, you will be will be putting up all our ratings and whatnot. Yeah, and we are excited for this to continue to grow uh, with all of you, all of our mixers out there. Um, you can you can I... find all of them in the link tree down below. So it's, it's not it's not just full of links in the description. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, listen. Okay. We're not peasants. All right. <laughs> all right. Don't don't expect clutter. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys again so much for listening uh, to us uh, talk about this movie, and uh, we hope to see you next time. What are we actually going to review, Gigs? Oh, we well, choose the movie. Well, yes, I did choose the movie, and guess what, folks? It's gonna be a special twofer for the third episode. We are gonna be watching Top Gun, a classic '80s movie, and a brand spanking new movie Top Gun 2 Maverick a double feature uh for the for the for the Top Gun saga now I guess yes a Top Gun verse yes a Top Gun verse oh hell yeah I'm excited I've never seen those movies uh so I'm I'm very hyped I I I I recently saw the second one and 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 the first one first one is is a jam and I'm 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 hella excited to show you it, and sit down and watch watch it with you. Hell yeah! So as I said earlier, I'm your host Justin Neelum. and I'm your co-host Giggs, and we'll look forward to seeing you guys next time. Peace.